This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is not about freedom or personal choice. But our patience is wearing thin. They are children of the same foul spirit. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. This stuff is satanic. That, that's what's at the foundation of a lot of this stuff. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions. For a new world order, now within our reach. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. It's been a little while since we got together. This is October the 22nd, 2021. The world just keeps marching on and we will not be fooled. If you keep your eyes on the prize, look up for your redemption draweth nigh. I usually end with that. Let's start with it. A lot of bad news out there. A lot of things that we should cover. A lot of things that we're going to. This is going to be one of those longer ones I do. But I think it's worthy. And because I've been slacking off, the weather's been nice, and I haven't got up here to sit down behind the desk and do what we need to do. Let's just get right into it. For four years the Trump years, and again, listen to me, I'm not exalting him. I'm only saying that there is an evil spirit that ran in the background, not not guiding him per se, but guiding those who tried to trash the entire American experience. For four years, we heard lies. We heard moaning. We heard we saw costly investigations to oust Trump, to drive his 75 million plus. There's more than that, I guarantee you. But those are the how many people voted in favor of him in the last election, 75 million. So there's more people out there that probably won't admit that they were Trump supporters because they're afraid. And you may have a good reason for it. They try to drive us all under the ground. Literally, in some ways, take a dirt nap kind of under the ground. They've jailed people without cause, without speedy trial. All the things that are in our Constitution of these United States, which has been trampled on torn up, rewritten in their minds. They just don't listen to it. There's a guy that's out there I hear once in a while who says, what about the Constitution? You bring it up, it doesn't make any difference. Nobody's using it. Nobody's going by it. And that's both parties. Because we we can combat evil only if we stand against it and show its 
show the light on it. When you show the light on cockroaches, they run for whatever they can get under. The same thing with devils. Yes, I believe that. There are devils. Like Jason Whitlock says in our little opening section there, it is satanic what's going on. I'm going to play a few clips today. Not of him, but some other stuff. We had to sit back and watch attacks on the police. We saw police officers die in some of these riots, protests, whatever they want to call them. Attacks on our own citizens and their constitutional rights to be free and to be live safe and productive lives. We are our cities burn at least parts of them. We saw autonomous zones, which are illegal, set up, where they just came in and put up their little barricades, and they say, you can't come here with armed people on the other side carrying what they call assault rifles, pistols, open carry. If I try to go open carry right here where I'm at, I would get arrested. But in the middle of a city like, uh, you know, Portland or Seattle, it's okay. Because the, they're not going to go after them. They vote the right way. Yet, for those four years, people had jobs. Businesses were starting to pick up and flourish. Gas prices were down. And they actually dropped down in that era the only ones that were happy were the leftist the little activists that weren't happy the little trolls like aoc nancy pelosi rashida talib ilhan omar with a little thing wrapped around her head we put muslims in actively right into our you know, the, the the same people who have been blamed for the 9-11 attacks we have now running the country and atheists and agnostics what what did we what did we ever think that it would get better and you know now they're doubling down on running what's left of the republic right into the ground that's the united states it's not a democracy when they say this is uh, an attack on our democracy, we don't live under a democracy. We, we, you know, that's a word that's thrown around, a democratic society uh, and all that. We have a constitutional republic, and they're trying to ruin that. And it seems they just may succeed. Of course, sir, they have help. Their handlers, the people behind the scenes of Biden, Harris, Pelosi, all the ones you can name, the Chinese Communist Party, Barack Obama, all those people, they're, they're communists at heart. They're Marxists. They, they, they think Marx was a great guy. They think that he had the right idea for government. that Lenin and Stalin with the idea that 
Uh, religion is the opioid or opiate of the people. Do away with that and make the state the religion. A hail to no state. Only to the Lord. We're going to talk today, if you don't mind, about the problems we face right now. We're going to jump right over to that port problem we have at Long Beach, California. Now, the president, supposed of the United States, named Joseph Biden, was on CNN. He tried to stumble through. I don't. I don't. I'm not even going to bother you with that. But he tried to stumble through all these different questions about you know the ports being a problem, and you know, well, I got to got you know, mouthful of marbles or mush because it's easing down from his brain and landing in the back of his throat, the mush. See, what's happened is several things, really. It's like a perfect storm. You got the eco-nuts of California who want these truck drivers to pay a a surcharge to drive in the state for more than a couple of days. And... Or a permit, get a permit if you don't have a California emissions uh, happy vehicle. They want them to change out the motors, the engines in their trucks to be more carbon less footprinted. The thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to change your Cummins out for a, another one that's. California happy and probably won't run or be see they put all these things into place and say well the emissions are less but so is probably the gas mileage or the fuel fuel consumption goes down you start adding things to vehicles that you you, you trade one thing for another it's like the windmill problem that's going on and there's some good documentary documentaries out there about the wind problem the windmills we know what happened in texas they froze up and everybody died well not everybody i i I, i'm sorry let me back up many people died because they relied on wind and solar to help pull their power grid together when the windmills stopped the power stopped when the solar the panels are covered the power stopped in that sector and people died and became gravely ill as well. Just throwing that out there. When you trade off one thing, oh, there's too much smog or fog or whatever, you know, smoke, something else happens. You know, the, they don't take into consideration what kind of production level it takes to make these gigantuan windmills and the grease and the oil and all the other stuff. That's off my topic, but you know me. I like to opine here and there. The price of goods is going to skyrocket because it's sitting out there in the port. When you create a desire for certain things, they go up in price. 
Plus, there you know they just the shelves go empty. There's lots of places you can see pictures all over the internet of empty shelves of food and other sundries like you know rubbing alcohol, band aids, whatever. They're stuck on the port. They can't get in. So we're going to skyrocket. And then they turn around and they tell you, oh, well, the empty shelves, that shows that Joe Biden's economic programs are working. People are buying. No, there's nothing to replace what was already there. See, they twist things, and only the ones who are stupid enough to listen to a Democrat, a leftist, will buy that. The only thing you can, you can buy is stupidity. There's plenty of that around, and it's cheap. <sighs> you know, a lot of these smaller truck firms are going to go under. That's another thing. Well, let's push them that way. You get the shot. Or, or don't drive. So we stop truck transportation, trains, all the other stuff. I called that the other day. I said, the, the next thing, you know, the trucks are going to stop. The trains are going to stop. What happened? Amtrak stopped. People are stranded all over the place. You know, these tyrannical idiots are going to try and starve us out. And it could begin, it's, I believe it will begin this winter. I should say could be, but I'm going to say will be. It's already starting. This isn't chickle, chickle. This isn't chicken little running around saying the sky is falling. Pay attention. I really hope I'm wrong. I hope we here at removing confusion I'm, I'm flying solo today my producer's not with me but i hope we're wrong but it just doesn't look like it it looks like the things that we are seeing happen are going to continue to happen no matter what it's gonna be cold up here in ohio it's cold in the winter like I say you remember what happened in texas we already talked about that a few months back Ice storm came along, zick, everything froze up. A lot of people passed away from it. On that note, I had a, a friend, a guy that I met years ago, 2014. A good, strong preacher, a man who had been on the track of this child sex trafficking and exploited children. He'd been tracking, you know, where they were disappearing from who is involved all that kind of stuff and it, a lot of it his side of it was satanic ritual abuse stuff that was going i believe in that too i believe you 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 can't sit back and say oh there's no satan satanists there's plenty of them and they're in our government his name is russ Dizdar, and we lost him on the 18th of this past this this past week five days ago from today uh, the, the official or unofficial, I guess I've seen, I, I looked up a few places. They said he had the, uh, dreaded Chinese virus, but he was very <clears throat> big guy, big guy, huge guy. But, uh, we lost, we lost a, we lost a lion right there. We lost a guy who 
had no fear of man and what man could do to him. He stood against a lot of things, and he he stood against a lot of scary stuff that none of us probably would ever want to get into, but uh, it, it grieved me. When I found that out, it just, like, I almost fell out of my truck. I was listening to a, another guy announce it, and it hurt. It hurt bad. <clears throat> anyway, let's get back to where I was. Get on that topic. I could stay on the Satanist role in our country right now forever. You know, we, we have so many people that are, you know, when you see them, they're, like I've said before, they are just so unremarkable that are in our government right now. The press secretary, who's a complete buffoon, it seems. Now, she's not stupid, but she thinks we are. And she's very condescending. Plus, she's got hair color that uh, I don't think is natural in nature anywhere. You know, it just doesn't. But anyway, that's picking too hard, isn't it? They want us in the dark ages. And, you know, politically... They've already pushed us that far, right? You know, AOC and her squad, and we talked about that. You know, Biden going on crying about, you know, climate change with his lurcher lookalike, John Kerry, flying everywhere, you know, on a private jet, preaching and, you know, lying about the, you know, his infected message of BS, you know, claim it's all science. And, you know, you get the people who are narrow in their thinking, not too bright, that just fall for it. You know, we have, like like you say, there is a perfect storm of things coming together. If you, in your, if you have a church leader that's not telling you about the prophetic things that you can see happening, the things that Jesus spoke of, in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13, the book of Revelation as, as far as that goes, when you, when you can see these things happening right in front of you and you hear nothing, it's just breezed over top of, or if they touch on prophecy, they just touch it. They don't really go deep. The depth is there, my friends. A perfect storm. Next thing, stuck. You know, sex change, sexual dysfunction. This is the science that they want to bring to you. They want to tell you that little boys at six years old want to be little girls. Well, for one thing, at six years old, they don't know any better. You throw a dress on the poor kid, and you can confuse him for life. I've seen that happen in the past. It's it's really kind of odd when you're like, what are you doing to your kid? But, you know, I remember Charles Bronson, you know, tough guy actor, and he he said when he was a kid, you know, he was I think he, I don't know if he was raised in Russia, but uh, you know he had that background, and, but he said when he was a kid, you know, he was like one of the kid, you know, third or fourth in the family or whatever I don't know the exact number, but he he they were they were poor, and he was the first boy to come along. He had to wear his sister's dresses to school. So it made him into a tough guy. He got, you know, he got into fights a lot. And it toughened him up. He didn't go the other way and become a sissy. Just as an, as an aside. But that's, you know, sex change. You can't change your sex, by the way. You can change the plumbing, but you can't change your DNA. 
they it's like they walk around that and say oh no you don't know you're a science denier covid shots we already know all about those we'll we'll delve into those again soon some of the scary stuff that's coming out there mask on mask off mask on mask on mask two mask on again this is from the guy who gets paid more than anyone in the in the united states government anthony fauci he does. He can't even fl- flip flops all over the place on that. Six feet, six feet, six feet. Stay six feet away. But come Christmas, stay six hundred mile away from your family if you ch- if you wanted to travel or sixty or six even. Six, six, six. A lot of sixes in there. But that's it. That's the thing. You know where'd they come up with six feet? Well, it's a hundred year old bad science that some German guy came up with. There you go. The fragile state of our economy cannot take too much more of the weight that's been put upon it. The $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill that Biden says won't cost us a thing. There you go. Clip number one. I worked right in. I segued right into that one. Here, listen to this. This is good. He Where he tells you, hey, folks, don't worry. This is what it's going to cost us to put up 3.5 3.5 trillion and then another 1.5 that they kind of keep dancing around so five trillion dollars into the national debt and here you go this is what it'll cost you we talk about price tags the it is zero price tag on the debt we're paying we're going to pay for everything we spend so they say it's not you know people understandably well, you know, it started off at six trillion. Now it's three point five trillion. Now it's going, is it going to be two point nine. Is it, it's going to be zero, zero, because in the in that plan that I put forward and I said from the outset, I said I'm running to change the dynamic of how the economy grows. I'm tired of trickle down. He's tired of trickle down. He's tired of a lot of things. He he's tired. And he's lost patience with you people. But see, you know, they're going to spend $5 trillion in the end, and it will probably be way more than that. These things have a price tag on them that ends up being four times what it actually says because they fiddle the numbers. They're real good at it. Our economy can't take it. It is at a snapping point now. You know, it used to be years ago, you know, and I'm not an economic guy, but years ago we were worried about the uh, uh, the Japanese uh, Nippon, I think it's called, but their market, it was hanging by that thread. And if it snapped, it would trick, it would just blow, it would be a tsunami of economic issues that went around the whole world. Poland has been put into that category. I guarantee you if these people can crash the United States economy, which is what they're trying to do, it will have a devastating effect. If you remember 1929, I don't know if any of of you were alive then, but 1929 wasn't just a a, a depression an economic depression here in the United States. It was felt worldwide. The United States is the 
currency. The dollar is the currency worldwide. But the, but the Russians are moving in. They do want to get the ruble in there. It'll probably be a fight between them and the Chinese with their yuans. <laughs> you know, this stuff can't be made up. This stuff can't be just poo-pooed away either. They are constantly trying to distract you and get you deceived and deflect to something else. When a man stands there and tells you the government is going to be able to pay for this 3.5 or 1.1 or whatever, when it comes down $5 trillion worth of debt, there's no way. The government doesn't have a money tree. Well, it does have a money tree. It's got the Federal Reserve that will just, okay, we'll run, run the presses. They're running hot day and night, day and night, day and night. But they don't produce anything to pay back except taxes. Tell me my taxes won't go up. That's all. They're trying to tax us to death. The idea behind all this is you, you sit there and you think, what is really going on now? Like I say, Jason Whitlock nails it. He says it's satanic. The Soros, George Soros out there that's setting up his proxies really in these different cities. You know, instead of going after the big one and nailing us at the at the at the ballot box for uh presidents, which I'm sure that he had a big finger in that one too. But he's not all that dumb as a multi, 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 multi billionaire. He's paying to get lower level politicians into play district's attorney and you know mayors of smaller towns you know probably help mayor pete Buttigieg get into into office in south bend indiana i don't know i'm just saying but that's the kind of people that he's pushing this small politicians compared to a senator a congressman or a a mayor of a large city these little guys that that'll come in and change laws or just not enforce them except against the law abiding citizens. So the real deal is there's a globalist cabal. We talked about that a few shows back, uh, called it a cabal of sorts, but there is a globalist. There is a globalist agenda with the world economic forum and uh, the UN and the ones who have the money to, to, to foot the bills. There's a lady that was on a Fox News program by the name of Tulsi Gabbard. Now, she was a Democrat from Hawaii. She's also a veteran of the United States Army and a, did a tour or two in either Iraq or Afghanistan. I don't like long clips, but I like this one up. Let it play for a while. She says some things, Tulsi Gabbard, to us about who's in charge and how they're doing it. Also here tonight, a former Hawaii congresswoman and former presidential candidate, Tulsi Gabbard. So, Tulsi, tell me, do you think that parents need to be concerned about heading to Gitmo? Every American should be concerned about what's happening right now, Ben. Uh, this is something that's bigger than Democrats versus Republicans. What we're seeing here is about the powerful elite in this country using their power 
to try to silence and control us. Uh, what is so dangerous about this situation is we have the attorney general essentially weaponizing our federal law enforcement agencies to intimidate and silence the American people, to try mm -hmm. to silence us into compliance, essentially. And, and the, the reality is that, as you know very well, whether we disagree or agree with each other, whether our speech is quiet or obnoxious, our, our speech is protected by the First Amendment. It's something that I, as a soldier and as a member of Congress, took an oath to support and defend the Constitution. And I may hate the speech that you say. I may completely disagree with it, but I will lay down my life to protect your right to say it. One of the things that concerns me so much about this particular moment, Tulsi, is that it's not necessarily about the people who you hear about getting into fights over this, who actually have to go to court and defend themselves. It's about all the people who stay quiet because of the forces yeah. of the elite, because of big tech, because of big government being potentially used against them. They essentially are quelled into silence because they don't want to be at the, at the end of that spear. And that's why it's so important for us to stand up, to speak out, to fight back, to take a stand for our freedoms. Uh, the kind of action that we're seeing from Attorney General Garland, it makes our country look more and more like we're moving to a police state rather than being the land of the free. And so now is not the time to allow them to intimidate us into silence. Now is the time that we, the American people, really must take this stand for each other, for our civil liberties, for our freedoms, because unfortunately those who are in power, those who are supposed to be leading our country, rather than upholding our civil liberties and freedoms, these kinds of actions are violating and infringing upon them. I know that. I'll leave it at that. You can tell. By listening to her, she is a very intelligent young lady. And we would have been way better off had she got elected. Now, you know, I don't know everything about uh, her. I, I, everything I've seen of her, though, she's always been. She's more of a, of a libertarian than a, than a Democrat. But when you, when you run for office in Hawaii, you pretty much have to be a Democrat. If you want to win, you're going to have to go Democrat because that's the liberal side of that state. Hey, uh, I was saying the other a few minutes ago six six six. Here's another here's another little something from the Biden administration. It doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter whether it's in six minutes. Six days or six weeks. We're going to get. Six, six, six. <laughs> just having some fun. But Tulsi, uh, on the other hand, she's just uh, seems to be a, a, a pretty, pretty solid, intelligent speaker. And she said some things there about the elite. And I think that we we don't really understand it or we gloss over some of these things when we hear people say, you know, oh, it's the elite. Well, who are the elite? Well, anybody that's been elected just about. And there's some of them that aren't quite as elite as others because they are outspoken for your rights. But uh, trust me, the guy sitting here behind the micro, he ain't one of the, I'm not one of the elite, trust. And, you know, most of you out there that are listening, unless it's the NSA and some of you Facebook guys might be in with the elite.
but they will eat each other in the end. It's ridiculous how how bad things are getting. You know, the thing is, is we have hope. Those of us who know the Lord, we have hope. We're not giving up. And you know, you can stand up. You can stand up. We need to. We do need to get more people awake. There's there's such a ridiculously low IQ as far as the world events going on in the place where it needs to be. It, it, you know, over the last sixty years, the 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 giant that should have been taken down. Uh, that's a better way to put the David that should have been taken down the giants is the church. But we sat back while they destroyed marriage back in the sixties with their quick route to divorce. We sat back while they took prayer out of the school. We sat back while they said, okay, yeah, you can kill a kid. Oh, they didn't call it that. They called it abortion on demand. 1973 Roe v. Wade. We sat back. The church sat back and let that happen. Now, some of us were way too young to worry about, those kind of things. We're probably fortunate that we, uh, <laughs> well, they didn't have a law like that to make it easy to get rid of us or we might not be here. That's the, the detriment. 60 million little Americans are dead, ripped to shreds by a law that should have never been passed. The church just, oh, well, you know, I didn't hear about it. I didn't know anything. We didn't talk about that because it's the 501c3 says we can't. Fast forward on up. You know, there's all kinds of things along the way that those stepping stones along the way, you know, making sex change legal. And then, you know, then comes the homosexual marriages are, are, are now, you know, legal. What's next? What are we going to sleep through next, church? We're going to sit there in the pew and say, well, I'm too old to get involved. Or sit there in the pew and and listen to, you know, oatmeal-inspired sermons about nothing and turn our backs on those guys that are trying to wake us up. We're lulled into a slumber. Jesus didn't concern himself with the politics of his day. Yes, he did. Now, he wasn't a political activist. He was a son of God. His main goal in his life was to do the will of God. He didn't do anything that was outside the will of God. But he did bat heads with both the Romans and the Jews that were in charge of the religious stuff at that point in time. The elite, Tulsi Gabbard said, she's taking punches at him, and and that's that takes a lot of you know it takes a lot of spunk because they'll come after you. There is an elite class, folks. There is definitely, and obviously, it wants a subservient class, like a slave. And you and I will have no voice in the end. And we ought to be able to see it right now in 2021 
We should be able to see it more clearly now than ever before. I always say this, buy food, buy water, whatever you can store, however, find room to do it. Dig a hole if you have to. Sooner or later, we will have no one to call. 911 will go down. There will be, or you'll get a recording, you know, leave a message and we'll get to you as soon as we can. We have 48 hours to respond to your problem. There won't be any police officers to send to you because they're either going to get fired because they didn't take the mandatory jab that'll end up killing you in the end. There's an estimated 350,000 service members, and we're talking military, that could be dishonorably discharged because they won't stand, they're they're not going to get a shot. Most of them have had COVID already. If you've had COVID, you don't need a shot. And I'm surprised at how many people who have had it go ahead and get it. You don't need it. You have the natural antibodies. You can be checked for that as well. But who do you trust, Dave? I don't even know if you trust your doctors because they're all in on it. You know, 400,000 already have been shot up with what they call the FDA-approved version, which is not FDA-approved. It's just lies. They didn't approve the, the Pfizer shot that's out there. The one that's being used here in the United States is not approved. They approved one that's not even here, and they don't have enough to give the people the shot anyway. They lied. Imagine that. Think about that. Do you think that could ever happen? It did. You know, I have another perfect storm that's that's right at our door. We're gonna I'm gonna try to run quick here. Pilots, <laughs> the pilots grounded Southwest Airline. Amtrak stopped. Truckers, they're putting their brakes on. Medical professionals, the ones who are intelligent, are saying, "No, you're not giving me an experimental." rna shot to change my dna and kill me i'm not taking it they're walking out or they're getting fired and then replaced with people who haven't had the shot that amazing you got rid of people because they stood against your tyranny and then replace them like like a thumb in your eye replace them with people who haven't been vaccinated there's a there's one specific one I, I i don't know where it happened i'm going to run like i say i'm running quick now because i know that i've gone long is this lady who didn't take the shot and she walked off the job or whatever they did to her and then she got a job with the fema fema the federal emergency management agency she got hooked up with them and brought right back into the hospital that she got fired from because that's what they're doing, replacing people with the, with federal doctors who aren't mandated to get the shot. She got she got in, <laughs> she's right back working where she was working before. Still not vaccinated. You know, production's already way hurting because, you know, the, you see the help wanted signs everywhere, but I'm sure I haven't, checked into it because i don't need it what's going to be on that application have you taken the vaccination yet or do you plan to and if you say no and no you're not getting that job 
And they've already documented that in some places where they are looking at that very thing. And the people who say no and no are not going to be hired. Big Corp is already on board. You know, Walmart, McDonald's. United Airlines, Delta is playing this backwoods game with this, but they're actually, they're not, well, we're not, well, our people are doing it on their own kind of thing, but the mandate's there. Humana Healthcare, you know, it goes on and on. Big companies are millions of people probably, hundreds of thousands, easy, that they're mandating. You know, the ports, are, we've talked about the ports, are they're so overwhelmed by the ships that can't be unloaded. And now they're, they're, you know, DeSantis in Florida, the governor says, bring them down here. We run 24 seven, you know, California, they've got this thing where the dock workers union came in and say, no, we're not going to run 24 seven. They probably don't have the dock workers to do it. January 6th, the insurrection day, blah, blah, blah. That's all they're, that's all they're really worried about. We got, we got to put an end to these people that think they can step up and do an insurrection on the United States you know, Capitol, which was neither. They let them in. Watch the video, and you'll see people simply walking between the ropes through the rotunda area. They know that uh, they're, they're going to starve us out if they can, and they're going to eat steak while we starve, or they think we'll starve. Oh, they'll lock us up in a camp and then starve us. They don't really care about us. They don't. They, the, 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 the elite don't care. They don't think about us that helped keep this nation and even the world running. They only care about power. There was a, you know, to, to go back to those things that the church slept through, abortion and school prayer and all that. There was a, an evangelist in the old days named Leonard Ravenhill, uh, who said basically corruption on every level could not be so high if millions of us were biblically regenerated profession in Christ. There may, uh, there may be, but the salt that has, uh, lost its savor, the salts lost its savor and we continue to rot morally. The polls used to say there were 79% of Americans professed Christianity. That's way down. Around 69% in 2021 uh, don't even hold anything but bad theology. Way down. It's below that 49% even that just say, yeah, don't have anything to do with nothing religious-wise. Biden's cognitive decline, I, I think this is where I'll end, is is attributed to a couple of different things in my book. One thing for sure, he's up there in age, but he's he's only he's not even eighty. And I know a lot of eighty-year-old people, and have known a lot of people in their eighties. They're very cognitive. They can carry on a conversation with no problem at all. So it's not an age thing. Now, some people do, you know, they decline different. 
This guy that's been elected the president of the United States. He's been a senator for 40-something years and the vice president for eight. I honestly believe it's not just his age that's, that's doing it to him. This guy has been on the wrong side of all sorts of stuff. And first off, he wasn't that intelligent to begin with as a senator. And you know, you you can look at the there's tapes, there's all kinds of, you know, things and gaffes and stupid things he's done and said putting down, you know, you know <laughs> poor kids are just as smart as white kids or something like that. He just goes on and on. So he's not not that brilliant to begin with. You know, he doesn't think before he speaks. But he's been on the wrong side of the policies for so long. They've always been suspect, you know. This everything's at climate now. And of course, you know, a woman's right to have an abortion. We're gonna stop that. We all you can't you can't you can't stand in the way of that right. When you when you go to these levels of just demonic activity and you you say it's great, you let's just keep doing that. He has a spiritual problem. And if you look at him when he does that weird little whisper thing, it looks very odd. I told my wife, he looks evil. You know, when you're spending all your time in running around, you know, the demon spirits, there's demon spirits in the world. Jesus dealt with them. Paul dealt with them. Peter, John, all of them, they dealt with them. One way, I mean, their way of dealing was out. They were so afraid of Jesus when he spoke to them, they didn't want to be thrown into the abyss. They are there. They didn't go away after the first century. They didn't leave. They didn't disappear. The same evil little dirty spirits that were running around back then are still here today. And they are running amok in the governments of the world. Washington, D.C. It's like you can feel it almost if you go there. And this is a guy that spent a big time, big portion of all of his adult life, really, running around in D.C., you know, rubbing elbows with whoever he could to get a little bit further ahead. The Bible tells us that there's a day coming when Michael the archangel and the devil and his angels have a fight in heaven or in the heavenlies. And Satan is thrown down to the earth and he has much wrath because he knows his end is near. He has but a short time to do what he must do. And I really believe that we aren't far away from that right now. They're ramping up. Everything that you see is almost, like I said, couple of times in the last 40 some odd minutes a perfect storm of things coming together my friend john holler says it's the convergence of events 
and they are converging together just like you throw your fingers together and make a double fist. It's all fitting together, folks. Keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes up. Look up, straighten up, for your redemption draweth nigh. This is Tom Richardson saying goodbye.